Hey guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Injury Time, your one-stop shop for everything Indian football. Just moments back, India played their first match after a two-month gap. The Indian men's football team played their first match and this was against Nepal in Kathmandu. The match ended in a 1-1 draw. Remember in the last episode we spoke at length on if playing Nepal in a in a friendly building up to that Asian Cup qualifiers was an ideal preparation for the team. Looking at this performance and looking at the way that this team played and the way Ego's team has went about his business on the touchline, the question is even more pertinent. So that is something that we'll be discussing on today's episode and much more. There's a lot, lot of things that's happened in Indian football in the past one week. The I-League 2 fixtures were announced, the teams were announced and even Duran Cup begins next week. So all of that and the transfers that happened. We'll be covering all of that in this episode of Injury Time. Like always, I've been joined by two of our regular panelists. Let me just get them on board. First up, joining us from Bangalore is Sandeep. Hey, Sandeep. Hello. What's up? Hey, I hope you're doing well uh, and all geared up to go for this episode. Yeah, some health issues, but uh, good. All right. And also joining us from Delhi is Abresh Mina. Hey, Abresh Mina, welcome Hi. back. Hi, guys. Thanks. Uh, guys, not just the two of you all, there's someone special joining us today. He's making a comeback uh, to injury time after a hiatus of, I think, a year and a half, if not more, if I remember well. Uh, let me waste no more time and welcome aboard Mr. Orko Bhattacharya. Orko, welcome hello. back to the show. Hello, hello. Good to see you guys. It took us a while, but welcome back. And it's great to have you back, man. Great to have you back on the panel talking Indian football. Yeah. I wish uh, there were a better match for me to return to, but it is what it is, you know. But, and yeah, uh, that's what Indian football gives you, right? You just the unexpected bit. <laughs> yeah, I think unexpected is the word for this. Well, Definitely. let's just begin with that. We'll just begin today's match, and I'll, I'll let me just come to you first up. In the past episodes, uh, we've been speaking about how preparing for the Asian Cup, preparing for the Asian Cup qualifiers next year. You don't play a team like Nepal because. For obvious reasons, the quality is not what you expect from your opponent preparing for the Asian Cup qualifiers. And India historically has done well against Nepal. It's if if you are to ask me for me, Nepal football team to the Indian football team is like what Sri Lanka was to the Indian cricket team. Yes. When no one when you have no one else to play against, you go and play. You call up Kathmandu. Yeah, you call up Kathmandu and say exactly. And that, yeah. that more or less that's what's happened this time around. But on pitch today, things just look bizarre. There was a time when uh, you know playing Nepal was a joyous occasion. I can't, I can't honestly say it, say that this time. <clears throat> Nepal in the last few matches have lost to Maldives, uh, Tajikistan, Palestine, uh, Malaysia, Kuwait, Jordan, Myanmar, Bangladesh, uh, and uh, Iraq. Also, these are the teams. Some of the teams that Nepal lost to in the last uh, 18 matches. And we've gone there and drawn and we want to qualify for the Asian Cup. Right now, that just seems like a step too far. Uh, I think post the Asian Cup, we match had 16 matches and we won two. We've drawn seven and we've lost seven. Right before we used to say we played better teams. You know, we played better quality opponents. Today it was Nepal and it just wasn't about us missing chances or us not being clinical. We went at the races at all today. We were terribly off the pace uh, and Nepal themselves aren't of a great caliber. You could see pitch was bad. Yeah, given it wasn't great to play, 
but still the performance that we put in today i don't know i i don't think it can be sustainable i do not think it leads us in making you know it it's a good you know uh, sign for our asian cup qualification campaign uh and uh, honestly <clears throat> because everything in indian sport again has to have an accountability when someone won an olympic medal people can't stop taking photo ops with him that's them saying we are also responsible for the success who's going to take accountability for this result who right can is it the coach alone right the, that are also a question a lot of tweets today saying stimach out stimach out agreed maybe may not have managed the team as well as he could have but what about the players on the pitch where they you know where they of the caliber where they of the standard that we expect them to at that level did they perform at that level that is also important question so i do not think that you know i think we might need a complete revamp after this because definitely uh, one all draw with nepal and it's been 8 years since we failed to beat nepal we i i know it's a it, it's a reg- sign of regression if you ask me well a sign of regression is how guys uh, orko puts it orko you made a few pertinent points there one uh, you calling for a revamp of the complete system if i'm not wrong right from the head coach to the players and the way indian football goes about its business you're questioning the players ability and also yeah the way they went about their business we'll get to each of those questions one by one but let me come to you abreshmina first up this team last played in june those three matches of the fag and of the world cup qualifiers you had afghanistan you had a match against qatar you had a match against bangladesh two months of no football it's it's off season in india so you can't blame the players and you come here and you play like this against nepal yes you played that one off match against an i uh, af ifa 11 and mohammedan and mohammedan and, yeah. and mohammedan but yeah. is that enough number of matches are never enough in india we all know that but how much can you blame the players because there's no enough matches for them and that blame should go lie on the federation right for not organizing enough matches see we all know that the situation is difficult and it's pretty much like that for all the teams right all the teams that are competing in international football right now are pretty much in the same situation so uh, i am not sure if the federation is to be blamed for this result particularly also uh, like orko mentioned i mean it's 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 about how you play on the pitch how much effort you're showing the the first half specifically um uh, was dull was dull it was not about the tactics or anything but it was just everybody just taking it too lightly like you know he was strolling around the pitch there was no effort we couldn't we couldn't really see any effort so that is where the problem is and it's not down to match practice or anything yeah. you know it is about how much effort you're putting in that particular match and you have had practice sessions you've had two practice matches and that's pretty much the same with all the teams so you had a camp of 20 days you had a camp of 20 days if i'm not wrong yeah. right yeah yeah so i'm not sure if that's to be blamed uh yeah. very honestly it is about uh the performance that they put tonight which was definitely uh like orko i would take orko's word again regressive is it was really bad i mean you can't play like that against a team like nepal i mean you don't want to attack a team like nepal who would you go and attack you know absolutely right but sandeep 
this team yes a regressive approach not what you expect from the indian team especially let's remember that this is a team that played the asian cup in 2019 it was in a high under constant team and then steemaj comes in remember every time you ask steemaj what was his philosophy and why was he brought into this job he always said that he he was brought in to play a certain brand of football and we understand that was his pass and play good to the eye kind of football which india did not play prior to steemaj under stephen constantly right now you have players who seem capable of doing this because they do it along with their foreign counterparts in the in the domestic league but when it comes to the national team it's a completely different ball game right well i don't think they are capable of doing it if you want to pass and play like that because at the end of the day look uh, every team who plays pass and play style of football whatever you want to call it goa hyderabad um Mumbai, whoever it is, the spine of the team, the guy who dictates tempo, the guy who gets them out of trouble, is a foreigner in the midfield. It's Edu Bedia, it's Jahu, it's Bumu, it's uh, I forgot the midfielder for uh, Sastri, I guess whoever it is. But they all have players who are able to take, yeah, Dimas for BFC when they used to play like that. So they have people who can take the ball and sort of solve a lot of issues because at the end of the day, controlling the tempo of a football game is a very uh, I don't think instinctive, but it's not everybody can do that. It's an so, art. It's an art, yeah. So we don't have players who are able to do that. So when you try and play like that against a big team or against any team for that matter, it doesn't work. But at the same time, today was one of those opportunities where you probably could have tried because Nepal is not as strong as you are. Maybe you can try and do it out. But the player you need for that is Apuya. Uh, it's uh, Thapa. All these guys. So again, you. the selection you might question the starting level and say why these guys didn't play at the end of the day maybe it's because the ground didn't look great so maybe that has played a small part in it i i'm not defending anything okay because i just feel it's just been absolutely random the way they were playing first half i was like sleepy until the guy screamed and i woke up and saw that the goal had happened then second half sunil was absolutely isolated nothing happened we all go wide and try to cross the ball with uh, strikers who have been converted as wingers none of them can really cross the ball properly that this is a problem that india has had for a long time other than brandon who is a guy who can cross the ball properly akash mishra how many times he overlapped so at the end of the day you have to look at all these other things you know he doesn't have the tools to play that kind of football so then you ask the question is it his fault that he was brought in to play this kind of football or is it the federation's fault for saying that we want to play this kind of football with having zero uh, groundwork done coming yeah. into this so yeah i mean yeah. i i am not a steamwork steamatch out guy or a steamatch yeah okay and just like whatever he gets his chance till uh, the asian cup whether he will qualify or not which i am genuinely concerned hmm. all right all right because all this year he said oh he'll qualify because afc is it hg now and and you know uh, from nepal i just remember one very interesting thing 8 years ago if i'm not wrong when the last time we failed to defeat nepal when they defeated us 2013 i think it was wim kuverman if i'm not wrong right i think uh, all of us were just starting our uh, journeys in indian football covering indian football yeah. the wim kuverman and he also i think wanted to play some uh, version of you know pass and play pass and play it was uh, Three minutes tiki taka and it was eighty-seven minutes. It was thakan. It was that, that that was it, right? That was that was what we used to do. And then constant came along. He, to his credit, he knew what worked and what didn't. Right? Yeah, as simple as that. 
right? So, and it's a very cliche thing which I see in superhero uh, shows. But the greatest, your greatest strength is in knowing your limitation, right? Yeah. If you are not doing that, right? If you are not, then then you have a serious problem. If people think, you know, Stimach will go, some other person will come, and we will suddenly wake up and start playing the sort of football they want to see, that cannot happen. I'm sorry, it's a generational process. It cannot happen overnight. And like Sandeep said, they have not been given the tools or the freedom or the license to do that at club level. So they can't overnight come to the national camp and say, oh, you know, aaj andar ka Superman jag gaya hai. now I'm going to go and play like a Luka Modric or a Tony Cruz. You can't do that. And you can't Absolutely. do that. He's been and conditioned to play one way. Right? And off the front six, this is also a point. When you start off as a striker, then you become a winger, then you become a wing back. Right? Yeah. How many of the front six are playing in the spine of the team? Right? Ask yourselves that. How many of the team that played today are playing in the spine of the team? Sana, yes. Asunil, yes. Manvir has been pushed out wide to accommodate uh, uh, Roy Krishna and uh, Hugo Bumu and uh, Dave Williams. Listin Kolaso plays 45 minutes some days. Some days doesn't play uh, full 90 minutes. Uh, you have Suresh, who's a, you know, who, who tried his hardest. Again, wasn't very convincing uh, today. Anyway, like Sadeep said, he's not the pace setter at his club. None of these guys are the pace setter at the club. Maybe Brandon and Thapa are the two people who can do that, right? But even Brandon has to compete for that with a Edu. He shares that uh, role with an Edu media at FC Goa. Right? He doesn't do it alone there. So all of these factors, if you consider over a season, these factors have all piled up for this performance. It hasn't come overnight, right? All of these factors have all snowballed, and then you're suddenly you're seeing the one-all draw with Nepal, and you're seeing Stimach out. That result does not, you know, this that conclusion that it has no correlation. Like you said, it's much deeper. The the problem is much deeper. Yeah. But Sandeep, uh, we all when we look at the way India has played against Stimach, their best performances have come when, and the best results per se have come when they have given way for their more known and more reliable way of playing football where you sit back and you let the opponent have the ball try to hit on counter i'm talking about those two matches against qatar if that is if that is the way india can produce results why not go ahead with that again it's the it's the want the need of the hour is to play like spain what the problem not even spain doesn't play like that by the way anymore they played like that at that time and what people yeah, don't notice last is last time i remember them playing like this was 2012 yeah. Ah, so the issue is, you don't see what happened before. They had a youth generation that just dominated or did very well in European Championships, Race Group World Cups, etc. And then came in went and became Barcelona's generational talents, two of them and three of them actually. And then Madrid also had some great players. So the problem is, when you see this, you're like, ah, now we'll get all the right players, right people to come. And then we, we see some sort of it in the club level also. So you assume that maybe you can translate, but it's not easy. If you look at our age group teams, they don't dominate position. They sit back and defend and they try right. to get nick a goal. So that's the that's the way you've always played. When you come to the club team, suddenly the, the, you have a foreign coach. He's like, you know what, you do these runs, this one, uh, this midfielder in the middle will control everything for you. You just be at the right positions. And they're able to do that. And that's... That's good in itself. Like, I mean, it's not a derogatory thing or anything. You can do that. It's very good. That's why you're going to play. 
So you have players coming up like Apuya, who has the ability to be good on the ball. Sahil, uh, maybe not Sahil anymore. He has to prove a little bit more. Thapa, another player who can do the Glan Martins has shown. He is quite capable. Uh, Suresh is an honest player, works very hard for his team. Not the best of passers, I think. But you have all these things. So as a national team coach, your idea is to make the best out of the players that you have. I'll tell you one story also. This is uh, something Orko also knows you have talked about. In 2013, right, uh, Robert Bahn, then TD, released a thing called Lakshya Scheme. You can check it out on AFF website. It's there. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you know how universally we can play some same style of football. All the things are there. Like what happened in the uh, Netherlands, we'll do the same in India. Since 2013, we've had uh, six or seven TDs. We've had three national team coaches. Uh, in between, a lot of other things have changed. None of this lecture scheme thing have been implemented and you cannot implement it. Because India is a massive country. So you have to say, okay, Goa plays like this, Kolkata plays like this, the yeah. Manipuris exactly. play uh, stronger, Mizoram players are, you know, uh, their touch is better. So at the end of the day, you get them, you make them play the best they can. So yeah. that's, even nobody, it's not like the entire Spain plays Tiki Taka or play Tiki Taka. They all play different. Granada kicks everybody all over the park. So that's the way different people play. So you just have to deal with it and move on. And yeah, we defend well and run because that's what uh, our age group teams, that's what they've grown up playing as a national team. You defend and that's the first thing that a coach in India teaches, if I'm not wrong. I don't think that is the thing because by the time they get these players at 16 and all, most of their uh, motor skills are already developed. Yeah. So yeah, they no, don't. When I mean a coach in India, I mean age group coach. Like in your, ah, school, so your school coach, probably. You can't teach you these things. Yeah, but by then you are already 15. You can't really do much with the touches and things. You can improve, but the way you control the ball and a lot of your body position, etc., would have developed. Then you have to work really hard to change it. So we don't have that grassroots thing, and they don't play games. They play 15, 16 games. Yeah, yeah they, 15, 16 games a year. A school kid in Japan plays 52 games. That's like one game per week. And that's the and that is just organized game. Whatever they play in, in their backyard with the people, etc., etc., is all extra. So we are playing catch up from 13 years old. We are playing a deficit of 30 games. By the time you're 23, you're that far behind. Well, Abreshmina, problems are out there for everyone to see. <laughs> even even a foreign coach <laughs> comes in. Akrish. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just continue, guys. Uh, Abreshmina, the problems that Indian football face is out there for everyone to see. Even a foreign coach who's coming in, he knows what he's dealing with here. Be it the politics of the federation or the players, the kind of players you get, he knows everything. And in such a circumstance, when an ego team match comes in and he's been told this team needs to play a certain way of football, but you don't have the players to play a certain way of football, what does a head coach do then? Um, I mean, I think with here they have sort of, I don't know, it's a pact or something that I am going to try and implement it and we'll see whatever happens. Because, uh, I mean, he is uh, sure about the fact that he has been brought in to play this certain kind of football, pass and play. And I'm going to implement it, come what may. I'm going to make the players play like that only. Uh, unless obviously when you need when you're in dire need of results and you just switch back to it so um i i i don't know honestly i don't understand the solution here uh i think it should come from the federation i think it has to be a 
I think all entities understanding what what are the like Orko mentioned what are the limitations of this team. You can't make them play beyond what they are or what they have learned. It's got to be within what they already know or just a little bit more because at the ages that they are in, you can't suddenly change the way they play or you can't uh, give them uh, absolutely different skills or something. It's got to be from what they already know. So I don't know if there is a solution here. I think Simaj is still going to stick with pass and play. He's still going to try and make them play the same way. And uh, yeah, I mean, Asian Cup looks distant dream <laughs> right now with the way that we've been playing. So yeah, I mean... Distant, but, difficult, dangerous. No, can, can I just add to that? Yeah. Because it's the federation, right? We always hear about the 99 or 100-year plan that Japan had to develop their football. 20 years in, they are already doing reasonably well at the World Cups. So, in the same way, the Indian Federation right now just have to accept the fact that they are going to be a caretaker generation and make sure there are steps placed for the next generation. It never happens in anything in India, right? Nobody thinks about the next and everybody is like, I want the credit, I want to be successful, I want to do this. So, I don't think in my lifetime I'll see Indian football uh, qualify for the World Cup. Unless they expand it to 106 teams or something. Because I genuinely am afraid that they'll just... I like 32 teams. I don't know why they went to 48 and probably yeah. 64 also at some point. Money, brother. Money, money. Fair enough. So, even then, right? India, you have to be top 5 in Asia to qualify. More or less top 8. Let's say top 8 in Asia to have a chance of qualifying. We are not... We were dead last in the group stage last time, Asian Cup. This time, we struggled to qualify. So, we are outside the top eight. We are outside the competition, Asian Cup right now. So, these are incremental gains. Right? It's not like tomorrow. We, we might have like one of those outstanding tournaments and then, you know, get to the quarterfinal and then lose or get to the semifinal oh. and then lose. You know, one of those random things that happens because that, we had a generation. That's unsustainable again. That's not sustainable. Exactly. Yeah, that's not sustainable. And you won't qualify with that. That might be no. players all coming together for that one month yeah. and then going away. So, we have to just accept the fact that Let's put the base here for the next guy to come in and take over. And maybe in 40 years, 30 years, we'll see, we'll reap the benefits of this. Because if we play this eight-year game, no, every the, every time the World Cup is over, we're like, next to next World Cup, we When you keep playing this game, nothing will happen. Because you're not doing anything. You're not helping the gra grassroots. There are a lot of things that state federations are trying to do. I know for a fact, whether it's the Mizoram people or the... Manipur or even Karnataka for that matter. They're trying to do a lot of things. But they need money. They need support. They need a structure. that They can just keep pushing on. And none of this is there. And it's not like Indian football doesn't have money. It's not like the Federation does not have money. Yeah. They have money. They have the highest amount of money that Sai gives, I think, outside for a sport that is not going to do well in Olympics. They get lots of money. They get money from FIFA also. And uh, I think uh, Ambani, uh, the FSDL gives them a lot of money as well. So, use that to develop the game. What people pitch about cricket all the time, saying they take everything, they take all the eyeballs. The infrastructure that BCCI has built is phenomenal. Every day, some 3,000 games is happening in Bangalore. Every day. 
3000 maybe over a week but yeah something like that it's insane i mean you worked here navin you seen those guys send results every day two three different uh, pdfs of results that we sit and go through of 10 15 20 games every day without fail around age group under 14 18 19 20 this we coach bihar that one this one every single day that is the amount of cricket that kids are playing to develop and bcci is not funded by sai also so it's all their uh, whatever they are doing outside i'm not saying right or wrong but whatever happens they have done a phenomenal job to make sure that things are going well so indian football can only start and then if you start being successful money will flow in even more then you yeah. can go even further but you have to understand that it's a caretaker generation that we are right everything and if you keep looking for quick results your long term process is never going to be there so i mean it's just patience and commitment that you kind of need <clears throat> i have a story to narrate here right <laughs> go on so there was this uh, for the lack of a better word brilliant gentleman right <laughs> who was at the forefront of a you know he was a independent consultant he was consulting a state government and it's a government i won't name which one state but the government which puts enough money into sports and more so his idea to develop football was he met me he's like bhai we'll start 10 centers of excellence i'm like wow did you wake up today and you have that idea he's like yeah, no no has been a long time i'm like okay center of excellence fine where are the kids for the center of excellence coming from he's like no we'll just invite them and they'll come play So I'm like, oh, then it's my invitation, right? The center excellence kids will just come automatically. He's like, I'm like, then what? What after the ten center excellence? He's like, after ten center excellence, there's so many excellent kids now out of that. I'm like, bye. Like, this is yeah, was their plan. I told him, I told him, I clapped him that right then and there, and I was like, seriously, like this is this is this is insight, really. Like, I then I asked one simple question. He didn't talk to me after that. I said, "Why? What happens if the state government changes? Will this plan get will this plan get carried on?" He's like, "Tum log na, yar, hamesha us type ko dekhte ho." I'm like, "Bhai, theek hai. Plan to sahi hai. I wish you all the luck." Aaj tak us state se ek bhi ISL blend nahi kiya. That that is what I'm saying. Yeah. So these That's are the state of affairs in India, right? <laughs> Our whole thing is, we will do big bang, big bang announcements, big bang projects, big bang. We will never see the incremental gains, the small things that we need to do to take yeah. our football to the next level, right? Forget game time. Game time is there, but at club level also, right? At the fourth or fifth tier of Indian football, which is the first tier of the state league or the second tier of state league. Which other country, England, Lelo, Germany, Lelo, कोई भी country Lelo, which other country has foreign strikers playing in the fourth or fifth tier of their football? Yeah. Who tell me this? 
simple question this is for everybody right and anyone who's creating a new state league is putting a restriction saying maximum two foreigners i'm like you're saying maximum two foreigners but you're destroying two positions completely then and there you're destroying two completely even in second division because there's one foreigner allowed that one foreigner is always going to be the striker yeah always going to be the striker and then we can't go and say ki what are these guys doing in the th- in in the final third because they've never learned to play in the final third only yeah. they're not used to playing there right so which style of indian football is indian strikers playing a very big question this is yes it's a very nice question also if you can see an example from it today in the game hmm. when uh, nobody was taking a shot the only yeah. goal came because sunil hit a shot And exactly. for whatever reason, I don't know. The goalkeeper decided the, to. Punch. The keeper made a plunder, like against yeah. Afghanistan. The keeper made rather a than over. Hmm. Generally, when they come, they just push it up and push it over the bar. I don't know why he yes. pushed it straight up. And uh, it fell to Thapa. Thapa to be credit to give credit, he made the run. So uh, from midfield to make that you know follow up. So uh, who else took a shot? Mandir, I think, had chance, but he hit it. No, no, by. he didn't take a shot, but he was looking for a pass only. He didn't take a shot from there. Oh yeah, yeah, correct. Is that a pass? I thought it was a shot that went by. No, no, no he, I'm saying, yeah, I can't argue the point. But can you really attribute this to a coach? Can you attribute poor decision making? Went to pass, went to shoot, went to cross. Even look, look at the goal, right? The ball's coming in from there. That guy's pressing. Uh, Anjan Bista's pressing. Like it's very clear. Like. that is that should be a trigger for maybe the goalkeeper to come maybe to the edge of his d yeah. right that should be the trigger for this center back you know he should be that awareness positioning right these are not things you go and teach in the national camp these are not exactly. things you can teach there right these are things that you learn when you are 12 13 Absolutely. right so things like your peripheral vision and how important it is you look till around. 10 till 8 till 10 you are playing for fun beyond that this is what you have to and i again go back i know people don't talk about this but player education very important very very important decision making is going to come from education it can be math science football anything but to facilitate the critical thinking process right now very important right now right well, because what we saw was a mistake in basics it was it was a very basic yeah. goal to concede if you look at it और कुछ जस्ट जस्ट कैरिंग ऑन फ्रॉम देयर आई जस्ट हैव दिस क्वेश्चन पॉप अप फ्रॉम व्हाट हैव यू जस्ट सेड रिमेंबर दिस टीम लाइक आई सेड अर्लियर केम ऑन द बैक ऑफ दैट डीसेंट इनफ रन और गुड इनफ रन व्हेन यू टॉक अबाउट इंडियन फुटबॉल अंडर स्टीफन कांस्टेंटाइन फ्रॉम 2015 टू 2019 यू वेंट टू द एशियन कप यू पुट अप अ गुड शो केम बैक एंड देन अ लॉट वाज एक्सपेक्टेड फ्रॉम दिस टीम बट देन फ्रॉम देयर ऑन इट्स बीन अ डाउनहिल राइड फॉर यू व्हाट डू यू एट्रिब्यूट दैट टू बिकॉज़ the players the bunch of players have carried on or should have carried on because it was a young team that constantly took to the asian but are you not looking again at just the tournament i'm not not mm. just a, i'm talking from from 15 to 19 no oh, but there we lost all the games we expected to be losing uh, there was no surprise win as such oh your oh your win against kyrgyzstan yeah. that's okay i mean uh, it was a 50 50 i thought hmm. going into the game that's what i thought maybe i was mistaken But there was no surprise result or anything, then, and then, then we then always then an away draw against China. That is just a friendly, you know. 
Yeah, but a result is a result. Like today's was a friendly one. Who knows what team China played? It was behind closed doors or something. No, who knows what team China played? I'm taking Navin's point here. I'm taking Navin's point here. Between 2015 and 2019, you could argue that we defeated the teams that we were supposed to, right? That much you can. That credit you have to give to Constantine, right? We at least against the so-called minos, we would grind out results. We would get results, right? At the end of the day, football is a results business. Yes, we want to play beautiful football. Yes, I all people agree that we should, but we used to get those results, right? Right now, it seems like the results have dried up. Against Afghanistan, we struggled to get yeah. results. Against Constant, there were occasions where we won't get results, but we would at least, I would say, put up the performance that was expected of yeah. us. More importantly, more importantly. I thought FC Goa set the template of how an Indian team is supposed to play. I thought they really set a very good template for everybody to follow. Agreed, they had four foreigners, right? But the Indians there did not look like they were out of their depth. It did not look like they did not have technical skill. They had technical skill. It's not like they're not tall or short or fast or so they're not, right? It's just that what we saw there, it's again here, right? If a Persepolis was taking eight out of ten decisions, right? Uh, uh, what are the other team? The the Varane team. Sorry, I forgot the name. Right? If they were taking six out of ten decisions, right? We were taking two out of ten decisions, right? Right? Uh, and FC Goa, I remember something that one mentioned in his press conference. He said, "Timing control, timing control." Yeah. These two factors so important. Like, and today it seemed like we were off. We didn't know when to change up our intensity. We didn't know what intensity to play in the final third only. If you look at Nepal, they went playing with a very high intensity. They went right. You could have very easily changed it up for two, three moments, and you could have caught them off guard. Yeah. But we didn't. We absolutely did not get our. What do you say? When to go? When to hold back? When we did not get that right at all. Right. We did not in the first half. I don't remember seeing a single shot on target. Right. I don't. I don't. So, so there, it there can't be, it can't be down to the fact that Nepal defended deep or you know we didn't perform well. We just overall didn't force the matter at all. Like we had to, we had to play at a slightly higher pace. And honestly, if this is the pace here, right, the pace in the Asian qualifiers will be higher, and the pace the Asian Cup will be much higher. Much higher, yeah. Right, absolutely. Under Constantine and uh, what is his uh, name, Sandeep? I think Danny Deegan. Well. Was was that his name? Who? The assistant uh, to the, the the conditioning uh, guy that. Uh, ah, I think so. Yeah. And, and he had a good conditioning guy for sure. Yeah, they are a very good conditioning guy. Yeah. Small things, very small things, but things that make a difference. Because I remember, I think it was uh, which which match was 95th minute. I think Udanta puts in a ball. We uh, scores. I think uh, it was Myanmar, Myanmar. right? Yeah, these are small Myanmar, things. Cambodia way. Yeah, these are small Myanmar, things. Myanmar. For example, in against Oman, when we lost two one, we led one nil, right? We were right. flat. Sixty minutes, we were done. We were done. We couldn't even the best of players on the team, from whom you couldn't expect a stray passes, went astray. Simple. The the legs go, the the mind goes, right? So very small, small, small things. But I just feel we've gone backward in a lot of areas right now, right? And then these these small things are just contributing and. You look at that tournament, that Asian Cup. I agree that we played to the level we were expected to. 
yes we a lot a lot of us were surprised because a lot of us did not expect that that we would come to within a minute of qualifying to the next year right but like sandeep says you can't just look at the tournament in isolation what happened after that what happened before that it hasn't followed it hasn't followed through it should have been a tournament for us to kick on correct it hasn't done but and, and, and also asking looking about the strikers it's not game maybe it's not game time also because see it's maybe decision making because now most of these guys are going to play the duran cup so some of these guys will get four five matches extra right they are also going to play pre season friendlies and if there's a super cup and this they're going to play so we might get to 30 right but are we still going to improve on addition making i don't know right so maybe it's a process that has to be started much earlier right these guys are now learning under their spanish coaches at their clubs right but maybe these guys can just improve their game from a 40 to a 50 right for us to expect they're going to 40 to 80 overnight that's like putting a ribbon on a donkey and saying horse now run <laughs> Like it's not good. It's not but good. But that time we also had, and I can't believe I'm saying this. Huh. We had Robin Singh and JJ, two strikers. Maybe Great. they didn't score the, a lot, right? But they Robin. The intensity was there. Yeah, JJ he was strong. Was JJ, JJ for a short guy can hold up the ball. Today we look flat. Today we look flat. JJ had the intensity. If you I look know, at, I I also think mm-hmm. honestly it comes from I don't know they just looked very confused. Okay, mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like they feel like we can play in a certain way, but we have been told that we have to pass, make short passes, or we have to do this, and then you kind of get confused over there. That oh, should we uh, go quickly? Oh no, we are supposed to pass. So I mean, should we do this or should we do that? I think everybody just looks very confused on the field. They don't exactly, exactly what Orko said. There's no, uh, no quick decision making. Nahi hai when you can, you know, just think like, okay, whatever we've been told, but on the pitch, I see this happening, so I should go and do this. That confidence and that clarity of uh, clarity in the head oh. is just not there. It's off. It's completely off. This team like dar dar ke khelti hai ye team. Ha, exactly. If I say so, well, if that is the case, guys, there's one more match against Nepal coming up on Sunday, and there is a SAF Championship. What can we expect from them, and where should this team go ahead from here? The How last time we start? played a SAF Championship, last time we played a SAF Championship, we fielded an under twenty three team. Right. I don't even think we can field an under twenty three team this time, because our last three results, right? We were so so against Bangladesh. We managed to eke out the win. Yeah, it's just Sunil, man. He just scored two goals. Again, it's yeah. exactly. We are still talking about Sunil. Sunil right? today also. Today also it was Sunil. Today also it was Sunil. Sunil forced the issue. He took the shot. The guy made a save. The guy didn't make a clean save. Then Thapa scored. Today also it was Sunil. Uh, Afghanistan. We we had a draw. They played. They arguably the better of the sides. We needed a. You know, horrific error from the goal. What are you playing? They were. There's they no were. argument about it. No, I'm being nice. No. No. <laughs> no. Today again. So these are three SAF sides, right? Yeah. And you know what happened in three SAF sides. We played against under. We played under twenty three team last time. I don't think we're going to play an under twenty three team this time. I don't think so. Don't think we can. We have to win. We have to win. There yeah, is no other exactly. There is no other recourse here. Okay. Even I think Stimach also knows that we have to. I think I think. But he won the title in Kolkata. So we won't leave that, will you? 
you know, I think when we were talking about the preparation for SAF Championship or Asian uh, Cup, uh, Asian Cup qualifiers and all, um, I am not sure if this um, helps the players understand what they ought to do on the field or actually, you know, reduce this confidence overall that we could not even get a win against Nepal. You know, I don't know how this works. I I don't know if that's if it actually converts into a good preparation because uh, your your the necessity of having like, good confidence is also you're yeah you're shattered. Yeah, exactly. That confidence has to be up for you to say, for example, go f- take shots at goal. You know, even if you're not going to get a goal, but just that uh, you know confidence of I'll take a shot and then we'll see. That confidence, where will you get that confidence if you're not even able to get a win against uh, Nepal and you need uh, Kiran Limbu to make an error for you to score a goal, you know? Right. Right. Like, confidence is one bit, but guys, like I was, uh, like I texted in the group as well, right? You play against Nepal, a team that is ranked below you, you don't get a result, you don't get a win. Won't this also affect the way, the place where India will be placed for the draw? Mm, yeah, yep. India is yep. already on the border of pot two three. Hmm. If they go into pot three, they face two good sides. Just hope they we get we get one weak side out of pot two. But if if we get two strong teams, I think we might be in trouble. You know, last time okay. we won a group. I can't believe the group we got last time qualifies. Yeah, yeah, India, Kyrgyzstan, Myanmar, Macau. Myanmar. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Cambodia. Cambodia uh, was a friendly that we played. I think we won three two. Yeah, right. we won three two. Yeah, but this time, uh, and it honestly, yeah, honestly, yeah, for, yeah, for also a reason that Sandeep has been saying over the past few episodes because teams like Kuwait are ranked below India for the very reason they haven't played. Of course, they haven't played. It's clear to anybody. It's very clear to everybody that Asian football is improving. It's exactly. improving bit by bit by bit. It is improving. Those sides yeah. are getting better, right? If the top well, sides to look beyond today's friendly, Omar ended up winning against Japan. In Japan, that is a, exactly. that is a clear, exactly. that is a clear example. There, it's not just that. No, it's the Turkmenistan's and Kyrgyzstan's and the Kazakhstan's right. who are improving. That's what we are. Yeah, your know, central Asian teams are. Four years ago, BFC you. was playing Istiklal in the AFC Cup uh, quarterfinals, interzonal semi-finals. Today, right. Istiklal. Made the knockout round in in the maiden thing, right? Today I know we we appreciate FC Goa honestly that beyond our wildest dreams, whatever they did there, right? But you look at what a fellow debutant did; they made it to the second round, right? So today there is no like yeah. honestly, if we can't defeat Nepal, like we cannot say there is any weak team in our group anymore. We can't exactly. say that. Exactly. I mean, we, we kind of said the same thing when we had Bangladesh, Afghanistan, and Afghanistan. Afghanistan. We were talking about the same thing, you know. We <laughs> should have about just up to rankings. Was just up to rankings. We should have got twelve points from the group, right? Yeah. What? Exactly. We struggled in Calcutta against Bangladesh. Yeah, we, we struggled against Afghanistan. We ended up with how many points? Uh, seven, eight points, I think. Eight points, two draw. We needed uh, no. We. We actually had three draws, like one, uh, two against Afghanistan and one against mm-hmm. Bangladesh, right? Yeah. yeah. So six points, six half of what was expected. One against Qatar also. Yeah, one and seven points, right? So we drew three of the matches, three of the four matches we were expected to win. So what yeah. are expectations exactly. anymore? What is reality anymore? We don't know. 
before coming on the pod, I was listening to Renee Singh on 420 grams. He was saying, maybe this is our level. Uh, maybe yeah. we should accept it. And exactly. as a watcher, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know it's but still, still, I think this is something that should send alarm bells ringing across. Exactly. About, especially about development. About uh, I don't know if this doesn't get you serious about development of uh, youth. I don't know what does. But I'll tell you, I am finding some really funny things happening. Hmm. Today's game was exciting, hmm. apparently. Yeah, so in, I know. <laughs> yeah. So in between this, there was a time when we had a home ground, full home support, too much fans. We couldn't concentrate. Yeah, exactly. Then we went away. Yeah, you know, we didn't we did well in against Qatar. Okay, fine. We came back. Then it's like oh pandemic hit. Nobody is there to watch. We lost our home advantage. That's why we what home advantage? Then you had the home advantage, you didn't do anything. Oman, you did well, but at the end of the day you lost because Oman at the end of the day, most of the games will be decided how fit you are. So eventually Oman was always going to break you down. As that game went over and over and over, it went on and on. They were just coming yeah. again and again yeah. and again. Exactly. So uh, that is going to happen. So we can't have home fans. We don't want no fans. <laughs> we can play away. And now we played away with a lot of fans, with one third of that team, but they were quite loud to be fair. Yeah, uh, Nepal fans and then uh, you eke out a draw. Now your back is against the wall. I think they'll win the next game. Somehow, somehow or some way they'll find a way and beat the next game. So that's the thing, right? I like Lord, I just want people to the ones in power to come and say we were not good today. We should uh, learn. I mean, they were a good team, and then that's it. But why can't we do that? We never do that. Nobody cricket team, whatever team, we will be like no. This thing happened. My equipment was not there. Today the ball swung like it swung too much more. But no, just admit today you are not good enough and yeah. move on. And the next, I mean, that's the great thing about sport, right? You get another chance in few days, and then you go and that's why I like the club sides. When uh, Hyderabad was, they lost only two games. If you look at that, I think they lost three games last ISL. And the coach came and said, "I should be fired because yeah. I made the mistake." And he owned up to it, and uh, I did a podcast with him. He said he saw the you know the uh, players over there. He realized what impact it was having. He took the blame on himself so that uh, they stayed away from it. It was and it was his tactical mistake also, as he later admitted, and moved on. And then they never lost a game. I'm not saying that they, everybody will go and not lose a game, but just accept, own up your mistake, and then move on. I always find excuses like today uh, that pitch was not good. I completely and, and I, it looks like it's not a great pitch. Mm. Yeah. But if anybody had used pitch excuse, I would have lost it <laughs> because both teams played on the same pitch. Yeah. So exactly these kind of things. It's I not do. that our boys are not used to playing on such pitches, dude. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> Since when did you start playing on manicure pitches? That North Korean team, remember? North Korean team was dominating <laughs> here. It drained. April 25. April 20, It drained and then they didn't know what to do. Yeah. And suddenly our boys were like running all over the place and then uh, passing the ball and then like realizing that the ball will stop in the yeah. water and then go. But that's the home advantage that you talk about. When yeah, we defeated it. Kyrgyzstan 1-0, we didn't have the... It wasn't a great pitch. It wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Right? It wasn't. But honestly, our team played really well that day. Yeah. Even though it was that's just a 1-0, game. this thing, they, they, they played well. They created chances. I'm talking about number and quality of chances that were created today. We didn't, in the first half, like I said, yeah. it's struggling to remember. Can't remember a single no, shot that, that we are on target. Yeah. Right? So, my point is, 
like people say you know like what after sunil and all that i am just saying what about the system right who's who's ensuring that these people get to do this day in day out right and not just have it to do it suddenly at at one one uh, you know one uh, off an international match it's not possible it's not possible for them and the, even if I, just saying sandeep even if you talk about accountable debt stimatch can take accountability for it right but i am saying beyond that it's a larger system systemic concern right i guess someone defining nobody's going to take out i just <laughs> told you right if we had won there would have been four tops if not one now theek hai or right now neeraj is the only one that's getting four tops okay nobody else <laughs> is getting a four tops fellow is tired of it i swear you just trick our numbers man has given 0.82 8125 points per game under simach Hmm. Yeah. That's less than a point per game, man. That's yeah. not even like yeah. a draw game. So uh, guess who the real minos are? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sleeping tiger. Sleeping minos. Dragon. Yeah. Probably the WhatsApp group that most of us have got. Well, one last bit about today's match and hmm. the uh, the national men's team of the country. This is a question that one of our uh, viewer has posted. Tony Vincent wants to know. Stimastel. Doesn't have a starting eleven. Do you all agree with him? Or my yes, my question to my question to Tony, right? Suppose Timash had a starting eleven, right? How many of these players? You tell me. How many of how many? Forget how many of these players. How many Indians right now can you remember have performed for three years or more? How many Indians not named Sunil Chetri can you name who have performed Thanks in the ISL for three seasons running or more? Yeah. Scenario one: Stimach has his starting eleven. Six fire on one day, four don't. Four fire on one day, six don't. Then we have the clamor saying, "Oh, Stimach, don't play this player. Play someone else." Right? Who is right now? Who can we close our eyes and say, "Okay, this position is shut. Now play this guy only for three years." Yes, Stimach can do that for the next two years. He'll do. But then, the thing is, they don't perform. Then the pressure is on the head coach. The head coach's head yeah. has to roll, right? Right. So he he can't. Don't we can today say there is no stability. There is no right. Maybe yes, there have been a lot of changes. Yes, but he, but the thing is, who has performed to that degree to for him to you know blindly close eye and say no, this is the keeper, right? Or today the keeper made a mistake. the keeper also made some mistakes in the isl all the keepers make mistake in the isl right uh the center back yes the center back who made the mistake today was sent off in a game against atk in the 5th minute right yeah. who can he trust he put mashur right in the in the uae game and we got thrashed 6 nil mashur and adil whether they see right so question to tony can you name 11 locked on players today right and say yes Select given these eleven players, they will perform day in day out. I don't think so. We don't have players who we can bank upon. That's the yes, exactly. problem that the national team faces. Exactly. Who who fits the three season criteria? You tell me. Who fits the Brandon. three season? Brandon. Brandon. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Brandon. Brandon. That's, it. That's it. That's it. Brandon. 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 Sunil. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Done. The problem is no. We are a hyper and hyperbole uh, situation right now. Someone does something. We are a PR then, industry. You mean? You mean we are a public relations industry? Yeah, right? we are full PR only. We are a public. Someone, something, and then immediately that's the full of the mood. Of the country. 
Hmm. Ah, like look at the transfers to this year. Apuya to or two crores. Uh, Ishan Pandita who has four goals and he's played only 100 minutes I think. 130 minutes. 130 yes. minutes. 60 60 lakhs. I think he's getting the cost of a two BSK. Lakhs. The cost of a two BSK that is. <laughs> I'm feeling bad right now. And another 60 lakh salary. <laughs> I think uh, somewhere around there. Crazy salary. Like right you just Sandeep has 60 lakh salary. Yeah. Me. In my life, I haven't earned 60 lakhs. 80 lakhs. He's all on purpose. Of course. But that's the thing though. Suddenly we reward them. I'm not saying don't give them money. But the, <laughs> it goes. Like, we don't look at it in the long term. Okay, you know what? Uh, let's put him on a smaller contract, bring him here, give him a long term contract so that ensure that he stays here. And then if he does well, give him a new contract, which is also something some clubs are doing here. Hmm. So follow that. My, my question is if I was paying 60 lakh, I'd make sure that there was a starter in my team. Right? Yeah. I'd make sure that there, was, huh, that there was a nailed on starter. Right? Or else I would ask the question. If I take this player of 60 lakh and replace him with maybe a player who has 90% of the skill, right? Uh, because honestly, I don't want to name which players, but today some players on the pitch look like they should have been playing in the second division, I League second division. Yeah. The difference is only that much, is only that much. That's the difference, right? So I would have asked the question, can I take a 60 lakh player and replace him with a 6 lakh player? In most of the cases, the answer is an overwhelming yes. Yeah. Yeah. In Indian football. And the absolute example for that is BFC. In the first season when they won, hmm. they had only Sunil and Robin. Yeah. And everybody subsequently became better. So good coaching does make a difference because the difference, like Orko said, is not much. Hmm. And the 60 lakh player, he has, if he is not starting in this as a striker, can he play out wide? Is he a multi-utility player if you are paying that much? You get a Prabirdas for say 30 lakhs, I understand. He can play right wing, right back, right yeah. wing back, uh, maybe central defensive midfield, whatever. And he'll do an okay job. Huh. He's a is that Swiss Army man guy. Hmm. So that is also there. No. So we, we just, it's a hype and it's just PR people pushing. Yeah, too much, too much hype on certain players and then you just, you just kind of start throwing money behind them yeah. and there's no sense of no. balance at all. Look, look, look. Footballers only career 10, 10 years, that's it, right? Forget what they're earning, right? But the question is, is the money that you're paying to that footballer worth it? That is a question. I think a few days ago, uh, a club official, our friend Ravi Puskur from FC Goa said, the Indian football market is inflated. It's in a bubble, right? You have to ask, looking at the semi-professional performance today, you have to ask if he was right in his assessment. Right, because it's 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 not it's not a small sum of money they paid anymore. <clears throat> Some Indian players now, a lot of Indian players, in fact, a lot of them who are playing on the pitch today get a close to one CR. That's a hundred and forty thousand dollars, right? That's hundred and forty thousand uh, dollars. Can we check what the average salaries in League One of England are, right? Can and are, are these guys League One level? Maybe not, right? So. The question is, are we, you know, forget about what we are paying the players. I just ask yourselves at the clubs, right? Are you getting the right players? Are you nurturing them right? And are you, what do you say, uh, you know, are you overpaying for the players? Ask yourself that. And I totally agree with his question because one person starts doing it, 
everyone has to do it right yeah. like this it's is a, the, effect, right? yeah this is the way it is right now because uh because then because you always have a couple of clubs who are who are capable of let's say holding up to 40 players and yeah. paying them <laughs> paying them one cr each paying yeah. them one cr yeah. each why would they why would they risk that come to play for your club for for 20 lakh right because like i said it's indian football is even a smaller career than europe because here we know someone does well for one season and then disappears right so based on that one season he gets one more three year contract four years his career is done there is zero continuity right there is Absolutely. zero continuity can we actually check the the players indian players from the first season of the isl or maybe from seasons of the i league 5 years ago how many of those players are playing now there isn't uh, the last player again not named sunil who had a five year patch was jj was jj lalpeliwa but jj at 30 today can't get a club he can't get a club right so and i was there at constant the last press conference in delhi right he said indian football is volatility whoever is performing today i can't counter him to perform 6 months later down the line because many things could happen form could have nose dived club could have been you know club could have gone through a difficult time right so i honestly think that you know we need better decision makers also and it can't just be down to national team to nurture these guys yeah the clubs national have to can't nurture the clubs have to players yeah it's as simple as that But national team is not the nurture players no exactly it's not a national team national team job it's exactly. not an arrows it's not the job of an arrows it's not it's not any of these jobs the job of the clubs arrows is another business making venture if i'm not wrong uh, yeah yeah that's not go there only all <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> but since we are talking about transfer guys the 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 transfer deadline for the uh, for the summer window shut a few days back there was a little bit of chatter in india as well because that's the way it is over the past few seasons yeah now now, 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 now even though we don't know who the players are yeah no now now we from not following indian football completely now we want to follow transfers that is the delta yeah, yeah, that yeah. we've seen in the last absolutely but i am happy that people are talking about it to be fair ah, but, but they should time, watch those players during season also i want them to watch <laughs> those players during season and what they do also that i want them to do that i i just don't uh, follow transfers because i don't know any of these players who are coming in all these foreigners don't get excited about any of them either Yeah. because it's a 50 50 thing in india it's a ha ha so, i i remember so, the daryl duffy story you we we'll do oh, that yeah, we'll yeah. do some of the name part let's keep if that's the case let's keep foreigners aside for a while we'll speak about it but what about east bengal finally problems resolved went on a spree got a number of players on on loan but orko they could have done better right could they really difficult i think last few days of the transfer window just come in patch um okay so here's the thing shri cement maybe not maybe doesn't want to remain beyond a year right does it does it make sense for them to invest in long term assets maybe they could maybe they could you know tie up younger players to 2 3 years contract so when that when they go out they might want to capture recapture a transfer fee by playing them in the isl this year that's one thing that east bengal could have done they went the typical maidan approach anyway big name big money throw get 
abuse recycle right the old approach uh today very important right the average isl player on average gets 20 25 lakh right east bengal got a lot of so called experienced players for 40 50 60 if you go down to the i league or if you go down to isl reserves also i am pretty sure there are some players who are better right that you could have signed for a transfer fee plus a 6 lakh or a 10 lakh or 15 lakh right which still would have made much more economic sense and you might have a much more fighting chance also because this year again your one foreigner is ready so seven foreigners this yeah. year right so, sorry four foreigners this year four right foreigners, yeah. like sandeep said we don't know which foreigner come good which not what is in our hands is the indians we know which indians do well or do we <laughs> big question or do we anymore I don't know. I don't the think don't. really needs to answer. We don't. We don't. Okay. Uh, straight out answer is we the, don't. The 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 question I was putting across very mildly, uh, Sandeep sir. We don't. <laughs> we don't. Because let's look at this. Okay, world over, mm-hmm. there is like uh, scouts and people, and they keep uh, before you buy a player, you look at them. The player, the coach sees them. Mm-hmm. The the scout sees them. Recruitment mm-hmm. department checks them. You look if he has injuries and things like that. I don't expect Indian football to do it to that sophisticated yeah. level. But oh. how many of them have feelers and out who are the, watching? The joke is, the joke is they don't invest because they say these are extraneous expense. But no, your biggest slippage is recruitment. Your biggest exactly. slippage, your yeah. biggest, the money where it is being burnt right now is recruitment, right? So honestly, if you have to spend a few lakhs to get recruitment, right? Because you're you're running a multi-crore business, an ISL club is a multi-crore business. Spend few lakh to get the recruitment right, or at I least do. tell coaches right from uh, have a network. Yeah. Tell coaches, okay, you know what who's playing yeah. in Bangalore. Give us a detail yeah. about that guy, that guy, that yeah. guy. Or in Kerala, or in Madhya Pradesh, or Maharashtra, wherever. Uh, you play, go find out, and then you tell them, and then then you focus on it. Then you focus on him. If you want him, you look for a player of that uh, ability or you know position, yeah. etc. Then you focus on it. Otherwise, it's okay. Haan, okay, like okay, we'll look into this. Even foreigners also, right? Some clubs have completely stopped scouting foreigners. They just do this. Okay, last year league who played well? Oh, this guy take that guy take. Does he fit into my system? I don't know. Will he play well under the new coach that yeah. I'm getting in? I don't know, right? But he played well there in that club for maybe a patch of five matches because season is anyway twenty matches. Five matches he played well. So I am assuming. He's going to do well here also, right? Example, right? Uh, Walskis moved to Jamshedpur, right? But at Chennai, who made Walskis the Walskis he was? A Krivilaro, right? A system. Yeah. There was a system where a Krivilaro was feeding a Walskis. He did it, right? It worked really well. They worked really well in tandem, right? But I thought, yeah, hey, jigsaw puzzle here. Let me just take this guy from here and, put, and, and put it there. I just took Walskis from and put it there. Walskis was completely out of sorts, right? Yeah. Completely out of sorts. So my my question is, like, why even why even have recruitment personnel anymore if you're going to do it this way, right? <laughs> I mean, is anybody even using the scouting tools they have? Like, I don't know, man. I I don't know. Like, uh, like Sandeep said, you don't you have no guarantee of which foreigner is going to do great also. Right? right, but the surprising thing is we have don't even have an idea of which Indian is also, Indian. also yeah. well. 
that that is that is again a big 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 problem right big problem can they we say indians don't get enough time at clubs we we say they don't play in the spinner team even those who don't play a spinner team are they the best best uh, in their position no no there are there are people there are people. and honestly uh, the fact that the churn the huge churn shows that they are not teams are not happy with their personnel they're not otherwise would they change 30 30 people every year they won't right simple <laughs> like i mean Abhishek, well, what has been your takeaway from uh, this entire transfer saga? I won't call it a saga. The transfer activity that's yeah. happened over the past few weeks, because uh, a number of number of movements, like uh, Orko just uh, summed it up for us, just trying to fit in the jigsaw everywhere, just taking up a player who played last time round, hoping that he would continue doing that, yeah. despite knowing or realizing he did well because of this kind of system he had in his previous team. What has been your takeaway from the? Kind of transfers and the movements that you've seen in football. Um, I honestly feel like I actually exactly agree with what Alko has said. Uh, it's right now the whole thing is about uh, just just looking at one previous season and whoever has done well in whoever team team whichever team just try and scoop the person. Okay. Uh, so I I kind of feel like that, especially uh, with uh, the foreigners. because you don't want to uh, take the pain of trying to you know because scouting foreigners is uh, is a tricky thing it's it's pretty tricky so you don't want to take the effort of trying to go for somebody new and you know talking to them wondering if the person is going to fit in the system in india and all of that stuff so you just kind of just want look at the other club and try and scoop the player it's it for the past 3 seasons i would say it's become like that especially specifically with the foreigners for the past 3 seasons i think so uh, it's like that about the indians uh, yeah we we spoke about it then plated market um, you same you look at the uh, players who have done well uh, in the isl or say uh, the i league um, you look at those players who have done well in the previous season and then you just uh, try and bring them with in such exorbitant amounts that i feel there are like it, it it makes it i don't know i just sort of feel it also makes it difficult for the player because the player now kind of have has the burden that i have to do extremely well because i am being paid so much right you know so i feel it it kind of works like that also if you're being paid too much you can you kind of feel um that you have the responsibility of doing so much more than what you did at your previous club so i think it's a two edged sword sword for them uh and then uh, when when it comes to recruitment from the i league uh everybody kind of mostly uh, people look at the uh, ones who scored goals uh, because everyone's uh, looking at that you you're looking at people who scored goals and but then you bring them in the isl and then, then you don't put them in scoring positions but you still expect them to score goals <laughs> so i mean it just it, it just becomes very confusing for those players also i feel yeah. uh so yeah it's quite a muddled thing but um, i don't know i also feel like all the clubs and everyone's kind of just working their way around it people don't really um it's a system i don't think people really people are still trying to understand the system people are still trying to learn things i kind of feel like that hmm. 
like talking about learning things and working their way around the the whole circus for lack of better word that indian football is one team that more or less seems to be doing a fine enough job is roundgas punjab fc this time around ashley westwood has been brought in as their coach and he's gone back to getting all the players that he played that played under in bengaluru fc right sandeep See that was because of something I heard. That's why I tweeted that. Okay, and I thought, <laughs> no, and it's, it's and true. Indian football. No, it's true. A, it's true. Okay, I know, I know. It's, it's true. true. I'm, I'm getting flashbacks. I'm getting flashbacks of BFS. Okay, I'm getting flashbacks <laughs> of standing on the terrace of BFS and watching these guys play there. Okay, so I, some some two hundred of us used to watch at that time. Some two hundred of us would come and watch at that time. So, I'm getting that flashback right now. So, right. so two couple of things here. One. Right. We don't appreciate sarcasm. Uh, two is that generally it's more like uh, virtue signaling and all, which I don't like doing. I'm not uh, going to virtue signal anybody. I like to make jokes and uh, yeah, you know, dicks at people, which is what I did. But at the end of the day, if you look at the team, the scary thing is Ashley might still coach them and win. Okay, yeah. that's legitimately the scary thing. Yeah, he's a very good coach. Yeah. So, uh, But like I, I, like, I really like Reno. Reno is a nice guy. I, I, I'm very fond of him. So people like him. I really want them to do well. But at the end of the day, what is their plan? Like, no, uh, see, see what Sandeep says, right? It's not like the I League has some, like, like, sorry, no offense, has some Messi or Neymar or something that you know you have to build like super strong squad. Ashley just might uh, coach the pensioner party to the title, and nobody yeah. can bat an eyelid also. Right. Uh, right, like I have seen very chaotic outfits. I shall not name the outfits. Very chaotic outfits win the I League. Like <laughs> little dropping in hints there. Right? No, and imagine, imagine I, next season. Imagine I next season. Right. Imagine if Ashley Westwood actually gets a uh, Punjab to win, and then next season, uh, ISL club start uh, try to go for those players. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible anything's possible it won't rule anything out right i think i just going to sandeep right jackie moved from goa to mumbai right for a for a got jamshedpur yeah one figures nine figures some for three years to three years to mumbai Correct. no sorry to jamshedpur right then lobera having bought so many players in mumbai decided Oh, but I'm missing Jackie. I mean, I'm mean, I mean, missing Jackie from the old party. Let me get Jackie. Jackie. Jamshedpur also like, okay, you take him. Pesi are. Bad, don't fit. Then they went to Mumbai. Then again, this year is moving to to. What do you say? Even 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 that Farooq Chowdhury thing. He came from Jamshedpur to Bombay and again. Yeah, going, it's like they're playing swapsies. They're playing swapsies. Uno card khel rahe the. <laughs> this, this, this is this is what is happening. Swap sees are playing, like no nobody knows what they want, right? Yeah. So, so in the whole context of this, Ashley signing all those pensioners may not be the end of the world for Rajasthan yes, yes, yes. Punjab at all. But now what is, that has happened is that now the coach has bought in players he trusts, so now yeah, he has yeah. to deliver. Yeah, he has to deliver. But we, I I want to see who are the other players that he signs. So they will be key, right? Like yeah. you can't expect Reno to play 15, 16 games. So who is the other right back? Is that right back going to come in and keep Reno out of the team? So that's the challenge now. And I think Ashley has the ability to coach them to do that. Yeah, 
So that's yeah. the that's the thing, right? Yeah. I think all players, coach, but actually say that one thing or nothing, he will make you fit as a fiddle. He will make you run around. Yeah. He will slog you to like like a dog. He will that he will do. He is a hard taskmaster. He is sometimes uh, huh. demanding to the point of being unreasonable also. But yeah. the point is, he fact, will deliver. I I sometimes feel maybe it is time that we get more unreasonable. People. <laughs> I kind of agree. I I think think maybe it's time we get more unreasonable people instead of <laughs> well, one unreasonable guy was in charge of the national team. He got the boot after like 2019. He didn't get the boot. He walked off. Walked off. Yeah. They didn't. They told they won't renew his contract. Yeah, but look at him, dude. But he's he, doing well. He's yeah, in he's, the Cypriot yeah. league. He's taking a yeah, team correct. which has never performed that well. He took them to like some the edge of the. So they they split into two. Like the I leagues last year right, model. Half goes to uh, okay. the winning uh, okay. promotion. Half goes to relegation. So I think he bought that team to within like one win of the uh, top half, and that team has never gone okay. that high. So people like Constantine are perfect. Because you know he's managed like Rwanda, Nepal, and all of these. Yeah. You know that he is like he reminds me of for a sporting world. He reminds me of Alonso in the Renault car, where he extracts hundred and twenty percent out of the team. Exactly. Yeah. Hundred and twenty percent he he do, right? And honestly, I don't know what you feel, but after twenty nineteen Ashik, I looked at Ashik in a different light. Like, Ashik playing striker, yeah. This could be well. He wasn't very clinical in Asian Cup, but this might can be trained. And again, I go back now. He's playing left back now. So yeah. So like I said, that man knew. That man knew. He he might not be been a great coach for our next generations, right? Some yeah. people might say we need to start playing this way. But that guy, you know, results. Now we are crying but because we are not getting results. That yeah, guy, exactly. he knew how to deliver results when it mattered. Hundred percent. 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 Uh, German coach. I mean, I actually don't particularly have any view on the nationalities. I think we should get as many as possible. Just I so think that they, he just said a German coach because because uh, getting the name would have been a little difficult. I know, no, but the the point is, Marco is German, right? And he is not the not German Italian. Norm. I don't know German Italian. I think German Italian. Yeah. So he has so he has good things. He has discipline and he has defensive uh, solidity. So uh, perfect. I, I I like him. I mean, I think we should give him a chance. Um, it looks. I don't know. It looks unlikely that he might be there for the Duran Cup. I'm not sure. Uh, so yeah, I would have. Uh, yeah, when we get into Duran Cup, we could have. We can talk more about this in terms of uh, coaches getting chances to run their players out mm-hmm. and give them a chance for coaching and things. Goa is going to feel the strong. All right, since you you spoken about it, let's just talk about Duran Cup. Yeah, it's okay. It Goa is Goa is going to feel the strong. It starts team. next week. Yeah, huh? Goa Goa will feel the strong. Okay, before team. we start about the teams, like, Dude, like let me let finish. Let me just explain to let me just explain to the viewers what, what the competition looks like this time around. Yeah, sixteen uh, teams participating. Obviously, five are from the from the defense forces. You have army red, green, CRPF, Assam Rifles, and a team from the navy and the air force. Then you have five teams from the ISL. Three from the I League, if I'm not wrong, and two teams from I League Division Two. And 
here's the interesting bit uh durango finishes on the third of, uh, third uh, at fag end of september if i'm not wrong hmm. or and the i league 2 uh, or which which means which is the i league qualifiers begin on the 3rd of october so if an i league 2 team is to go go the distance in duran cup might run close to uh, to to their qualifiers but i don't know how much of that matters we can talk about that but yes and they've gone fc goa will yes. be fielding a squad fc goa will field a good team um, kerala blasters i am very impressed to see they started their pre season and everything and they are uh, going for the full team for this thing and they'll come back he'll have another month off to you know fiddle around with the team and things and then go so their preparation is great like there are other isl teams who are not fielding a full squad which i don't understand like if you are here you might as well start off your season and could have given a run out atk uh, mohan bagan and all i think their teams have dispatched right like they've gone yeah yeah mohan yeah, bagan so, two two weeks leave and then they again come back for the interzonal uh, semi final yeah, so why take the two week break is my i was wondering like why would you take the two week break just keep training right who's who's going to tell them you me who's going to tell them <laughs> i am telling them now they want to take it they can take it this going to be the no, voice of reason yes, someone has to tell something yeah sandeep you so said then, about, uh, other teams not uh, fielding a strong team i think uh, i had a word with mandar because i was working on a story on duran kam and this is what you had to say because my my the way i looked at it was in the past you seen isl teams go to a foreign land go to go to a spain or uh, italy or uh, any other european destination or west asia for their pre season right prior to the pandemic prior in the in the pre pandemic world but this time around with that not happening this duran cup could have worked as a really good uh, tool and a really really good uh, challenge for them preparing for the upcoming season but yeah. uh, from mandar's point of view was uh, the team was more or less getting prepared because it's not just these matches they were looking at they have other friendlies which they have lined up in their center in bellary and there are a lot of other competition a lot of other individual matches that dfc is looking at so that sure, that sure. could be one of the reasons why but, why, why you could see Yeah, um, but like I spoke to Richard Wood, uh, I think last week. I think that pod I will drop at some point soon. And he was saying that they had done eight weeks of uh, preseason, which is like the maximum you need. And then he is going for the tournament. He has Pedro Manzi and uh, uh, Lucien Majan. I think that's how you pronounce it. Lucien Majan. Ha. Yeah, Lucien Majan. And uh, they are going to go full strength because they are like, okay, we need to do this because we need competitive games. No yeah. amount of friendly is going to give you the same, right? Exactly. So he's going to go with the confirmation that he's going to play three games, at least three games, which is good and for him. Yeah, yeah, this is good for him. He can figure out his uh, team and everything. And Because he's only back. going to play four games in the second division qualifiers. He will only play four games in the group. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, correct. so the three games against a uh, sorry, what 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 are the what is BU's group? I think they, they got more than uh, one. I I just pull it up. You 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 guys can discuss. They have more than one uh, army team, and I think uh, Kerala Blasters or some. Oh, I think it's a very competitive group, and yeah. I think it's a very good. That's a, I think for BU because they are a pretty properly structured unit. They also want like preseason friendlies and all. You are, are you pulling it up? I mean the the. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm pulling it up. I'm yeah, it. maybe you could do some quick prediction. See, uh, I think BU uh, this time. Yeah, there you go. That's Bangalore United's group. CRPF, hmm. Mohammedan Air Force. I think they have a very good chance of qualifying out that group. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I genuinely think BU at this 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 point of time are at least run as well as an I League outfit, and should be considered as one also. I think. True. And uh, interestingly, uh, one thing that it is last time we saw them play I League qualifiers, 
their biggest problem was nobody was finishing they were a the best coach yeah. team but nobody was finishing now really? they got two players uh-huh. who can finish now they they were like so will finish we will that but then this guy will finish this guy pedro <laughs> and pedro nc has a really high number of assists also it's not just yeah. that he scores he assists also so see it's it's, yeah. it's very simple the thing is to be honest like last time they did the right things right and uh, i really appreciate them i really appreciate them playing in india in the striking position but unfortunately the second division has been distilled to one simple factor ki whoever has the best nine goes out goes on to win the tournament right it's it's i i hate for it to be oversimplified to that but yeah, it, is, is, that is it, it is what it is right so yeah, they uh, had aja that team scored a lot of goals ha huh, you have anti they only score a lot of goals ha huh, that's their aja they had plaza who was walking and he also scored a lot of goals <laughs> yeah plaza really during the match and all he took he took nice break he took he stood in one place then he moved nicely they all <laughs> ran around for him and when the ball came he, he just pushed one guy and he scored that's right so honestly and i think i discussed with richard also before the second division is sometimes like a wild wild west you don't know what's going to happen it's damn unpredictable yeah it, it it breaks down the even the most sophisticated the most planned organized of outfits which is why i feel like well bad for bu because they tried to do with a indian striker and all that but you know right then what what happened uh, they played bhavanipur they had 70% of possession bhavanipur said let's just kick the ball as far as it goes adjust adjust it adjust code that's it done right first matches first match they lost and then that's it you know in this format one losses terminal that's it right so well uh, abreshman uh, like, it looks very good though like talking a bit more huh? about the competition that that dura no, no, i just wanted to make one small point like it, it this dura it looks very good in terms of being positioned at the right time because there is going yeah. to it's over the yeah. we, we are going to get a lot of insights into all the teams yeah. because all the teams. Yeah. exactly yeah. and uh, interestingly i don't maybe i have been reading lot of books about culture and things okay so i maybe the talking from that side 130 year old tournament lot of time at your end exactly yeah audio book bro audio book so uh, 130. 130 years this is the third oldest in the world and oldest in asia, asia. nobody knows okay. I'm happy it's a big tournament because the winner yeah. and the finalists they get to play six matches. I think it's top two yeah, qualifier yeah. from every group. So six matches is actually very good, I would say, for a, for any uh, team to have a pre-season. The same. Pre-season, exactly. Which is what Sandeep is saying. No, it could be used as such a good pre-season. Yeah. Why would you not do that? No, no. Instead of playing Timbuktu eleven, some random eleven, it's just better than playing that. Why not have good competitive games? Yeah. Yeah, no, because that's what we do. No, we no. pick some, no, some it like a major tournament. It's a hundred and thirty year old tournament. Then you it have went through two world, it world wars, and independence. <laughs> like look yeah, at the yeah, history yeah. that it has. No, no, it will see as and when the Durand gets gets more regular. As and when it yeah. gets held every year, I feel the buzz will increase. I feel this year there is maybe not the buzz to that extent, but maybe this is the format of the Durand that it needs to have that buzz. Because even last time also, I don't think it was that this bigger tournament. I feel it was only one team qualifying for every group. I feel last this time, last time. I I think I so. Around, I think around twenty teams in twenty nineteen was the last tournament. Well, yeah. like going back to the press conference that the armed forces had today, they've confirmed that this competition will happen five years. for five years, five, five years at least, and all the five years in Calcutta. Very good. And and 
the uh, the head of eastern Com- uh, east uh, eastern command of the indian army indian army organizes this uh, competition for our viewers who don't know this uh, the man is very keen he sounded very keen on having this competition yes the history is a very important thing but for mm-hmm. him for for the armed forces this is an opportunity to play against the best clubs in the country yeah how how often do you see that abrish mina like uh, your armed forces you coming out you don't uh, honestly honestly uh, back in the days there were a lot of institutional teams there were tournaments that uh, facilitated the participation of institutional teams it's like it's down to the barrel now you don't really see institutional teams playing so honestly durand is that one tournament where you have these teams playing and it's actually good it's actually good to see uh, you know the these what you 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 can't even like you do you really even do you even call them semi professional players the players who play for army teams and all you kind of you would call them semi professional right yeah, because they paid they paid right yeah. so uh, you they have pay for something you, else yeah but they are even semi professional football for Yeah, for uh, yeah, exactly. So and honestly, more institutions <laughs> taking it up could could actually be beneficial for Indian football. Exactly what I think. I think Novi sir has said it time and again. I think yeah. Novi sir has said it time and again that you need more institutional teams because ah. uh, it kind of gives that job security also. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, people, which which is exactly which the industry take. Ah. You know, because you need some obviously, yeah. <laughs> if you are getting full time into football, you would hmm. you would need some sort of financial security, right? there's a reason why parents don't uh, want to send their kids into sport it's because there's a lack of financial security so if oh, you have sorry. more of these institutional teams that financial mm-hmm. security comes with it so it will actually be good yeah. for the system <clears throat> overall see i'm, I'm not saying i'm not like, I really yeah. hope and calcutta is actually a very good place like yes. it used to happen in delhi before i live in delhi i would have got to go to all the games if it would have happened in delhi but i'm very happy it's happening in calcutta delhi doesn't deserve a tournament of this stature to be very honest uh, speak for yourself abhish mina kolkata is not that far man you cannot still speak for yourself no <laughs> i i am dying to watch football here no, i went no, i went to i went to I went to Ambedkar and our old friends from the I League were playing for those outfits. Love Day, Eniana, and all of those, all all of those strikers were playing at the Ambedkar. Okay, so speak for yourself. No. I love to watch football. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I also love to watch football here, but. Alpa, you should go to the DLF golf course. Yeah, people don't come watch to watch games here. Okay, people you don't have empty here. stadiums Absolutely. with only officials and family members over there. Mm-hmm. Like literally. it's deserted it's bad it's not good for anyone not no. for the tournament not for the players not for the organizers not for anybody hmm. so you at least try we can have another we can have an entire episode on sports in delhi not this yeah group. let's let's pull up the groups of duran let's let let's look at the groups of duran let's just all right first up group a is what we discussed already so i'll i'll just mm-hmm. carry on go to no, the next group share if you can share it for viewers will be good yeah i think that's what he's doing right yes I think it's too close. It's too close to call in this one. The, the group A. I just feel, I just feel BU because they're all coming fresh, right? Morbidan also fresh. BU has in fact had eight, eight weeks of preseason. Preseason, right? so so that group could be any. And on paper, it should be Morbidan one, BU two, but yeah. but yeah. yeah. And Air Force also, if I if I'm not wrong, Air Force. Air Force just won the Delhi League, by the way. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Delhi FC and uh, Garhwal FC on penalties. 
so watch out for them yeah also. because and also they played in that grueling heat with the uh, match every other day so yeah. because they wanted to finish yeah. it quickly so with pollution don't mentally, they are quite they are uh, there. Hot there they're there yeah, yeah. exactly yeah so very interesting group i still expect bu1 mds2 next mm. That's that about Group A. Going to Group A, you have FC Goa, Army Cream, Jamshedpur FC, and Sudeva. Mm. I'm going Goa and Sudeva. Goa and Sudeva, same. I think, <laughs> I think, I think we all, we are all going. No, none, go. none of us are going for Jamshedpur. <laughs> I don't know no, what team they're no, putting out. I'm going for Army Cream to finish third. My my <laughs> rationale for Sudeva is that uh, Sudeva played an All Indian uh, uh, yeah, last right, year. Yeah. And uh, I think I think it's fantastic for the ecosystem, guys. Correct. So they were played in all Indian. This is something that even Akash touched upon time and again when we were talking I League last time around. Hmm. When you have a, a surety that you won't be relegated, why not make the most of it? Yeah. Play an all Indian team, give give people opportunity, and see what you get out of it. And also the fact that Sudeva they played quite well. Exactly. Like, it's not exactly. that they didn't play well. They, they played well. Overs. Yeah. But I think yeah. they lost. Uh, Steam towards the end. Towards yeah. yeah, yeah. Towards the end. See, they'll also see. It was there also first year. Maybe they'll mm. they'll maybe they'll get better Indians this year also. And uh, honestly, they're also preparing Indians for the other I League and ISL teams, which is good for the ecosystem yeah. as such because they're playing. They're playing in Indians in that spine. So those Indians now with an additional so that, uh, experience, they can come to ISL and play in the rings, rings, <laughs> or on the benches. Yes. Yeah. We, previously, uh, in football, there was a position called left out and right out. We have taken left out very literally. Now we are all left, left out. out. We are all now. We are all left out now. <laughs> well, so that that's what we are going with, guys. Uh, Goa one, Sudeva. Goa one, Sudeva two. Yeah, that's unanimous. Yeah. Goa one. Next. Going to group three is AFC, Delhi FC. Delhi FC are coming off an entire Delhi league. Delhi FC just yes, played the entire Delhi league. Lot of games, right? Yeah. With a lot of games, debatable. Okay. Lot <laughs> only. It is in Indian ecosystem. It is a lot only. Okay. Indian lot of games. Yes. <laughs> Indian lot of games. Is a here. Right. You have to do this when you're when you're talking about. Okay. Lot of games. Lot of games. Okay. BU, oh sorry, BFC, Delhi, FC Kerala Blasters. Hmm. Delhi FC, you know, Rajivgarh likes to again uh, make his people work, work like dogs. They are supremely fit because they played in yeah. this grueling heat. They, you know, and they are also one of the. Fa- I think both the favorites for the second division, like uh, I League qualifiers, are playing in the I League, in the in the Duran Cup. Yeah. So I feel my. I don't know what you guys feel. <clears throat> i just feel that B, B, bfc if they play uh, sorry uh, sandeep did you tell me they are playing the strongest squad no BFC, no right because because they don't want injuries before mm. the season like what what is the rationale you say? i don't know okay i spoken no, to the rationale is something that uh, like i i said right when i spoke to mandar he, yeah. he they already know that their players are playing elsewhere like most of them are playing for the national team so players okay. are busy and they okay. also, they will also be lining up friendlies at their center in bellary so so they are testing out the reserves right and that's i think something that they should really do because uh, Haan, they can really use them Haan, this year so so i feel i feel that in this case then we put kerala one and i feel delhi fc two delhi might make it i, 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 
one thing i'll say right i am really looking forward to seeing shivshakti play because i don't think he'll play in the isl because they have yeah. two foreign strikers yeah they have they have and he similar to ishan i don't think he has that ability to play out wide maybe shivshakti is still possible that he can learn but ishan pandita i don't see him play wide anyway yeah so it will be nice to see him play up front if he is going to play up front if they are going without a foreign yeah. that would be great so what uh, are we all on the same page are, are we all going kerala 1 delhi 2 kerala bangalore drive to kerala okay But, I am not very concerned with Kerala because because it's Kerala. You never know. Like no, but everything points to everything yeah, points okay. to a good thing. That's true, but I genuinely think they might uh, surprise everyone. I think this time they might. Ha! Huh, they they yeah. might. Probably a happy surprise. Let's see. Yeah, let's see. Well, that's about and the final group. You have Kolkata, Hyderabad, and the two teams from the armed forces. HFC are playing a reserve uh, squad. Mm-hmm. Is what I understand. Hmm. Uh, so I go GKFC one and uh, HFC yeah. two, but uh, again, don't discount Army Red Assam Rifles because these these are teams that have won the tournament in the recent past also. Assam Army Red Rifles is a good team. Yeah. So I would say yeah, GKFC one, HFC two. I feel. Then you yeah, can. I go don't know what team Gokulam is going with. Huh? So I, I I don't know. Um, they are also defending champions. Their women's team is amazing, though. I have to say. They've signed all the top players. We have to see how they get on in the yeah, on Asian 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 championship. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Hey, you think but they are going to like, go like, and kill like, other people? Like we absolutely book people and all. No. Yeah. They have a good chance. Hey. But I think it's quite the national team. So they should go and sign anyone they want. Yeah, exactly. No, they go. They go by the national team and then go play with the national team and say, "Go from Kerala City." <laughs> that be great only. I think that's the best chance. So they will get chance to but, play but and then, learn also, and then go play for the national team. Later. No, the AFF should just AFF should just loan the national team to Wokulam. Say get these guys play three games and come off. But yeah. they are also. also but honestly, loaning loaning would be a better idea because uh, if uh, if Wokulam has that entire team throughout the, yeah. for the season. The uh, IWL becomes really imbalanced. I yeah, for the season, no. Yeah, not. No, not loaning. I'm just saying. I'm just saying they can just go play there. And uh, yeah. But uh, is the que- important question again is how many foreign players are Gokulam getting for this Asian Women's Club Championship also, and which positions are they going to impact? Also, again, question. One centre back, one striker, and one somewhere in the middle. now it disappeared completely yeah, yeah completely a few the the, the year he played well the year he played well some i league teams were interested but then interested they never i never took it up i think but and he went to he went to delhi i think he went to pm brito having to play the durand cup with the davis yeah so uh, so then apparently he's left northeast united because navy is demanded he play with them i'm hearing this also right could be could be the case But my question was like, can we expect such uh, surprises this time around from? Hundred percent. Hi, why not? Why, why not? not? 
Is it a good only honestly? Why not? See, we we've already said the players are like 19, 20, 90, 900. They're not. It's not yeah. like they're playing against clearly going to be outmatched. Right. Hey, look at Jackie Chan also. Someone we mentioned earlier. He used to play for a army team before he decided to join with Ranjit. At at twelve. Yeah, back then. At twelve. No, no, he was playing for them in second division or local division. Then went to Ranjit. Uh, no, Jai, I, I know team. the. I know yeah. that. Jackie Jackie moved to Waingdo at fourteen. Jackie moved to what was Waingdo then at fourteen. But yes, uh, Shillong mm-hmm. had a the Shillong Premier League had a army team. Nah. for the longest time and which folded up recently not only jackie saitya also saitya also, yeah. also played there yeah. yeah so so they do have talent they so have. it's not like they don't Because there is a legend in bdfa super division jyotin singh every year jyotin he scores chanamba singh yeah. in his schools of jyotin chanamba singh yeah yeah, yeah. he sometimes he gets picked up for the second division teams also yeah and uh, richard bu picked up and richard yeah. said listen we We see that the ta- this talent is here, so why not pick him up? And why not? Why instead pay like ten lakh for a player from Peerless or Mohammedan or any other? Yeah, when this guy is there, so okay. I think you might expect coach, right? If I'm not wrong, like huh? Like Raghu Kumar is no longer their coach. I'm not sure. I think that from the services is what I, I think. To so answer your question, I think we will see one or two or three. surprises from these teams from yeah. the five teams that are not uh in the national uh, divisions but i don't know how many will go on to take up careers in in the national divisions right but then again taking up career like taking up a football career in india for someone who's part of the armed forces is it's a bit tricky right because it's a bit tricky because you, you just can't you huh. just can't leave the armed forces like that and come no even now even even railways job also some Some railway jobs are also clamping down. Some people are losing railway jobs because they're not they're not attending and all that. Yeah. It is essentially it's you have to see it's not the players' job to talk to the institutions. Someone has to intervene on behalf of these players to talk to the institutions right. because up anything can happen. A player can suffer an injury tomorrow, but the institutions yeah. give a guarantee of a job, right? Yeah. And honestly, boss, there are enough corporate tournaments. To field that player after his retirement, also, right? Do okay. whatever you want with that player after the thing, but during this, right? And you won't believe it. I've spoken to railway coaches. I've spoken to coaches. They they tell me, in this is a conversation I had in 2021. This guy told me, who is this X Y Z? Who wants to get into a railway team? I'm not naming the player. Okay, the player is a very decent player, and he wanted to sign up with the railways. Railways is saying there is an inter-railways, there is a uh, national railways competition, there is a global railways competition. It happens in March and April. So if if that player is playing I League or I said he has to leave and come and play. And I was like, sir, are you serious? Are you serious? What do you see? He's like, listen, I have also coached people like Mehtab Hussain. I'm like, sir, Mehtab Hussain was about ten years back, right? Ten years back when player clubs would still release players. For 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 the railways and for all of that, now the professional is such that even if they they go missing, go evolve for two days, the clubs will enforce disciplinary action. So these guys are also living in some other zamana only. The the railway coaches and all of that. So honestly, until until they relax, they won't get good players to their name, and good players will always choose 
paying for the clubs yeah especially if they're good players if they're mediocre players if they have a, if they have 50 50 idea i might not make it at the top level i might only make it at the i league level or might am second division level then they're better off just joining the railways right but it should yeah, not be a, it should not be an if for choice it should not be an if for choice that's my point right it should not be a matter of choice only absolutely right. absolutely guys uh, i think with that we should uh, bring yeah. this discussion to a close because like sandeep just uh, poke me and told said we are, we are closing in on 90 minute mark and like every football match that ends at 90 minutes this should also come to come to an end it was great having every one of your board uh, or go great to have you back uh, on injury time hope to see you more often yeah. than not uh, sandeep like always great to be a part of the show with along with you and abresh meena thanks a lot for joining in and to all the viewers who stayed with us throughout what looks like hour and 40 minutes now yeah uh, a big thank you for a big thank you to y'all and we uh, we assure you that going ahead there will be more such uh, discussions more such topics to talk about on injury time so stay tuned and you can always follow us on all our social media handles let me just flash it before we go there you go it's uh, injury time ind uh, injury time india on uh, twitter instagram and youtube so give us a ind only on twitter okay give us a follow you can follow us individually our twitter handles are on the screen for y'all arko unfortunately is not on twitter he is a ghost so you need to follow injury time to know what arko thinks of indian <laughs> football so on that note guys it's a good night it's a wrap from us have a great time and enjoy the